At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do. This episode of Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond is brought to you by Spaces Philly. Check out the Spaces family of podcasts, including Both Sides, Lulu and Pop Date Night, Nerdgasm Talk, and No Gimmicks Needed on your preferred podcast platform. Spaces Philly, curating the culture. Now let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of Turntables, Hip Hop Culture Beyond. Damn, has it been that long yes. that I have forgotten, almost forgot the name of my own show? Mm-hmm. Whew. All no right, judgment. well, we back. Yep. We back in here. Um, it is. I'm your host, your resident female hip-hop head, Nina, and I'm here with my co-host, left the lovely... Brain. Left motherfucking... No, it's really just left brain. Um, yeah. A.K.A. Joe Franklin. Yeah. And, uh, and my lovely husband... Mr. A and E of the Nerd Coalition. What's going on, everybody? He's so, the baby, so he can't do his whole shindig. Yes, we are back. Hey, we the uh, best. <laughs> don't you start. <laughs> we were on a bit of a hiatus because I had my baby. Yay! Hey, baby Sage. Yeah, I look. It's 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 been a very long month. Okay, and it was a very long week leading up to. When she came, so I ain't had time to report a thing. But we're still not over you paying student loans right after you gave birth. <laughs> like that's what we not over. We ain't gonna skip over the fact that she literally just logged into student loans after plopping out a whole baby. Okay, so this did happen. I was in the hospital room a few hours after I had the baby. She came on the morning of the twenty fifth. My student loans is due to the twenty fifth. I didn't want them to slap me with that 30 day late journal on my credit. Because it takes like 50 points off your credit when your, your shit is late. And then oh, you, it takes forever to get back. I don't have time for the shenanigans. I gotta make sure my shit is right so that she can have everything she needs. Okay. This is why we say black women are superheroes. <laughs> yep. That 30 days would have waited. You're damn right. <laughs> but, you know, we back. We bouncing back. We getting back uh, in the swing of things now. Because, ugh. For all y'all that got kids, y'all know the struggle. And y'all that don't have kids, don't have none, so you don't know the struggle. Mm-hmm. It's it's intense, bro. Uh, so, we're going to jump right into this episode. Um, we actually, it's pretty late because we just finished watching the BET Awards. Judge your mom. <laughs> no, I, judge DJ Khaled. That's who you judge. Look, we're going to get into We're going to do a quick rundown of the show at the top of the B-side. But... The reason I was trying to watch it because I was waiting for this Nipsey Hustle tribute. I wanted to see what they was going to do. And, of course, they put it at the end of the fucking show. Technically, Johnny Gill at the end of the show. So you they, know what they I... They drew. Stop. Okay. <laughs> but that's my hip-hop fact for the day. Uh, it was... It was a week ago from today, uh, two years ago, that actually that Nipsey... Hustle opened the marathon store. He opened it, uh, I believe, or did the grand opening. 
June 17th of 2017. So it's been two years since the marathon store has been open, mm-hmm. which is cool. I mean, I know it's closed right now, or uh, last I looked, I want to think, I want to say in May it was closed. Um, of course, because you know what's ha- what happened. But um, hopefully they open back up soon. I didn't have a chance to look it up right before this. Oh no, I was saying I thought they were doing online orders only. The physical store is closed, but they were only doing online orders. I could be wrong about no, it. No, I saw that. that they are doing online orders, but okay. the physical store is closed. Close. Right, right, right. Understandably. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that is our hip hop fact. Um, you know, the tribute was okay, but we gonna get into that. He doesn't say the tribute wasn't horrible, but we gonna get into that at the top of the B side. Mm-hmm. Right. For today, what also happened that I wanted to see on the awards? The only two things I really honestly cared about. Life, uh, Mary J getting her Lifetime Achievement Award, and I wanted to see who was going to do her tribute. Mary J did her own tribute. So. <laughs> yup. I'm not mad at her. Because I'm not mad either, because who was going to do her songs? That's what I want to know. Because we, we should have, I'm, I'm debating whether or not we should talk about that. Um, If we do, it's going to be when we talk about the awards, because I already laid out that for the whole episode. I was going to say, listen, I'm just saying. Cause you don't want to be Mary J. Blige. Somebody do a tribute and you'd be like, nah, you fuck my song up, dude. Mary J. is not... I feel like she's one of them people Is like, my mouth might not say nothing, but my face needs to be delivered. Right. Because she will let you know. Like, mm-hmm. bruh, come on. Don't... No. Don't ever play yourself. So, for Push the Fader today, we're going to do a Mary J. song. We're going to see if y'all can figure out what the sample is. Y'all know how Push the Fader works. So give me just one second to cue it up. Make sure it's loud enough. Yeah, I know it is. Alright, y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Oh no, what sample is this that my grandma was starting to? It really was it's not a thing that she was fighting for, I promise. We got off the street when we were made it through the storm. I really want you to be like I can't I always say this and I'll be like, that's the point. Is it brainstorm? No, it's not that old of a song. It's not It's not that old of a song. I'll give you all that. Okay. It came out not that long before... It came out in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Sybil? No. Uh, uh, is it MC Light? Oh, sh- You know what's weird? Like... You I, are close. I don't, I don't know the... Uh, I don't know... I know this... I don't know what the name of the song is, but I've, that beat is like... Is, uh. Here's the thing. You're close. And I'm going to tell you why you close when we done. Right, y'all give up? You do. Is later time? No. Okay, so I need more. Alright. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about that. It's MC Light's brother. Oh. This is Pop Billing by Audio 2. That's what I was thinking about, but I didn't know. Whoa. My ex-girlfriend, her, uh, her, um... Roommate, best friend used to have that ringtone. Oh, that's what I thought about. Yeah, I feel like here's the thing. The other option for this top, uh, for this push the fader would have been "I Get Money" by Fifty Cent. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like at that point y'all would have got it because that's a actual line in the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, my grandma wasn't thought of that. No, my aunt probably was. I was gonna say I ain't gonna disparage uh, Mama Franklin's name, so I'm not gonna say she was doing that. No, yeah, I might have been though. I'm gonna be honest though, my, nah, my mom wasn't thought of that. Y'all was y'all about. was here by then, so. Yeah, so I was about to say my mom had the first baby at 18 by my dad. She wasn't thought. She ain't have a she ain't have a whole face. Man, I'm I hope, I hope she got time now to go out and have and live her best life, her best mama, Man, grandma life. You and your mom, you in your mid fifties, your whole your whole face is behind. Oh no, I ain't say that. You don't gotta have a whole face to live your best life. Some people in their twenties, they don't have kids. They go travel and do stuff and go to random ass paint with a twist in the middle. They of can stand for miss, reason. and they can <laughs> stand to miss a dick at eight because. This life is going to have them looking 30 at 22 mm. and 40 at 28. So, uh, today, for the cipher, I decided let's keep it light because what really triggered this was I read an article about this new movie that's supposed to be coming out. And it was a casting... That I was like, what? Let me go to the, the screenshot. So they're doing um, doing a, a movie about a music executive who was responsible for a lot of like the 70s, like disco era music. And Samuel L. Jackson was cast to play George Clinton of Parliament. And I was just like, okay, I guess. As the more I thought about it, I was like, no, mm-hmm. no, I don't, I don't think so. But he wasn't, and I think the reason why I originally was just like, it's not that bad, is because the people who were also cast in here, I was just like, the fuck. So, Kenan Thompson was cast to play someone. Would you like to take a shot in the dark and guess who it is? It's a music mogul from back in the day. <laughs> Nothing coming to you. Not a damn thing. Barry Gordy. <laughs> Even young Barry Gordy. Why the fuck? Who decided? You know what we gonna do? We gonna go out and get Keenan. Like, no knock to Keenan. Get your check. Yeah. But, sir, what? He was the only one willing to do it for twenty five hundred dollars. You stupid. No, Keenan got an Emmy now. My man is out here commanding money. He on uh-huh. Saturday night. He's a principal member of Saturday Night Live cast, so he can he can nah, command he money. some. He get some money. Checks. He get money. I'm gonna give him that, but I'm just what? So that's not the worst one. Following that, Ryan Isley has been cast <laughs> as Jason Derulo. Get the fuck. <laughs> It's you lemon know. juice. <laughs> move closer so we can hear. <laughs> Bruh. Who Jason in the entire Duro? fuck? Who what? Who the entire fuck? Have y'all seen? I want... Listen. The rubber band of Ron Isaac Poe is older than it's Jason older Derulo. It's older than Jason Derulo. Yes, I know. <laughs> Bruh. Like, who is doing these castings? Like, Bruh, that could be the name of this episode. <laughs> yes. Like... <laughs> I'm going to take that same stop sign with DJ Collar Blood on it and smack Jason Derulo. Oh, God. Whoever casting this. So, and then it gets worse. How? D.L. Hughley has been cast to play Bootsy Collins. Wait, 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 wait. 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 You did not just tell me D.L. Hughley. Mm Mm-hmm. 
This is a movie. It's supposed to be begin shooting in Canada, I believe, this year. <coughs> Canada. Um. So, because I gotta go back, I really need to go back and get the rest of the article. But I, I read this and immediately I was like, why do we keep miscasting <coughs> music? <coughs> excuse me, music biopics. We must talk about this on the show. So, sorry, dear. Uh. Who is doing the casting? Because I damn sure I don't know. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't keep giving them casting jobs. That's all I know. That's what I'm saying. Damn sure. There's no real discussion being held. It's just like, all right, we're gonna do this, and uh, who wants to do it? Even if you had swapped Jason Derulo and Dio Hughley, I might have been able to go a little further. No, no. That's what I'm saying. With Jason Derulo as Boosie Collins. No. That's what I'm saying. So either Jason way, Der- no, Jason Derulo as Ron Isley. Are you? That's sick? the worst. But I'm just saying. So I decided I was like, we got to talk about some miscast. Some of the most, to me, the most hilarious miscast in in biopics. And if you have anyone you would like to see a biopic made of their life, so let's how you. Where y'all want to start? You want to give me your list of biopics you'd like to see first, or y'all want to just start going in on these people that were cast okay. like shit? I w- I'm going to give you a, a biopic that I would want to actually see. We're going we gonna to go with the biopics we want to see first. Because when we go in, we're going to go in. We're probably going to spend some time it's gonna on be, It's going to be a minute. Yeah, so uh, um, I, offhand, I, I can't think of something offhand, but I'm going to go first. Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, but I'll who would you want to see it? Who would you want to see as Nipsey? His brother. That works. Okay, yeah, that works. That, that works. works. If he can act, if he's not go to acting school. No, but here's the thing, though. Does he really need to? Act? If he knows his brother, like mm-hmm. his brother, brother, does he need to act? Yeah, he, he does. does. He it's, does. It's, it's not. It's not about you know when it comes to like you know film and stuff like that. It's not just not necessarily about you know if you could be your brother because Ice Cube made O'Shea go to acting school for two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all. It's about presence. It's about delivery because you can do an impression. Of your of your dad or your brother, but you need to become I got you. your dad. Or your yeah, you need to know so how dad. to embody them. Embody them instead of just doing that. Because people, if you watch the movie, if anybody who like in the film like I am, you can tell when somebody is doing an impression of somebody, mm-hmm. or somebody's embodying that you. person. Like there was an okay, bad impressions. Are we gonna talk about that when we get really into the Easy. miscast? But true, and, you know I can't even say true because. I don't like it. I'm be honest, I don't like you it. You mean straight out of Compton? I don't like it. Didn't like it. I'm not gonna argue with you, but um, embodiment would be Jamie Foxx as as Ray. Ray. Perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. That's embodiment. Right. That's perfect. So I'm like, if you can do that, if you can bring their spirit to life, I'll take that. Whoever the guy was with all eyes on me, with the Tupac. Uh huh. I think that was more of an impression, impression. than it was. Body he just looked like it. him. I think that if he had more time to hone his acting skills and he had better material to work with, it would have mm. been much better. Because mm. um, they don't do him no favors when they do when they cut. First of all, these things should be TV series, like mini series, mm-hmm. sort of like no edition. Yeah, you can't fit all this up in one movie. This is very true. So you don't do him no favors when you do that. Because that's the one thing I would say that'll be on my list of biopics I would like to see made. But I would like to see Tupac, Tupac's story done right, done correctly as a mini series, like a like a limited series, kind of like how they did Jackson's American Dream. Now people probably be like, well, why? Because it's just Tupac. Tupac was a very layered individual. 
And even though he was only in his mid-20s when he died, he did quite a lot in the short time he was here. So I would like to see a biopic for um, about him because, I mean, all this, the movies we didn't got thus far, or, or even the betrayals, because we're going to talk about um, some of the people who have betrayed Tupac, or mm. Portra, I'm sorry, betrayed Tupac in these movies as miscastings. He out here fucking niggas' wives, so. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't see a movie of Marvin Gaye. Clean to be a player, but I fucked your wife. This is very true. So, that have that. Well, he said it in a song. So. They claim it ain't happened. Faith also put out that she ate Biggie ass, so I don't know. What, what, what would she have? Here's the thing. If she was willing to admit that she ate Biggie ass, what else would she have to lie about? I'm gonna tell y'all. I the, just what like if you could come out with you had the chutzpah, as they say, to come out and say that. I'm a, what you lying about? I'm gonna tell y'all why people took that as okay because that was her dude. So niggas was like, ah, fake, you nasty, but it's big. So ah, you good. Plus she admitted. Plus she said that at a time where and like that was her husband. Yeah, that too. And she said it at a time where eating ass is actually a thing because she would have never admitted that in the nineties. Oh hell no. Just being honest, in the 90s, she would have never admitted that. I'm being honest with you. It probably wasn't even like a whole full... I don't want to get into this. Never mind. I, I don't... Faith is a freak freak. I'm going to let that one slide. You she, know, actually... She don't leave the balls in the cold. I tell you that much. She get a twin some attention. She is out here for the culture. Somebody want to come get him? I, co- I got a co-host for sale. Y'all want... Somebody <laughs> want him? My God. Don't worry. Somebody going to get me after this podcast. <laughs> Uh, another one that I actually thought about and it was more so because I heard them talk about it on another podcast called The Nod mm-hmm. Della Reese I know everybody thinks of her as an actress just an actress but she was a singer before she acted in anything she was a jazz yeah, a singer I could see that I could see that but go ahead yeah. I can see so that, I was but... like in the in the when they were talking about it I'll go check out The Nod they have an episode where they just do three reasons why Della Reese should get a biopic. Mm-hmm. They was running down. He was running down all the stuff that she did. She did in her life, and I was just like, "Bro, this book make a good movie. I would definitely go see that." Also, I agree with you about Marvin Gaye. We've been su- supposedly getting a Marvin Gaye biopic for years now, and it's never come because his kids just be out here. I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna give you a sleeper. What happened? So I'm gonna give you a sleeper. I want a biopic on Bushwick Bill because he was a midget. And I just want to see the full-fledged life of a midget turn to a star. Where's the rest of you? <laughs> a biopic on his midget that became a star and part of the Ghetto Boys, like an iconic group. I want to say... I need that journey. I need to see that journey. Here's the thing. I also want to say that that was my bad, uh, my mistake for overlooking that at the top of the podcast and saying rest in peace to Bushwick Bill, who was a little person. <laughs> all right, little person. I apologize, people of the it's little people good. community. I'm just saying. It's all good. No, it's all good. I that is my fault. Um, rest in peace to Bushwick Bill, uh, because it was so sudden. Like I'm not sudden, but it was just like it came up out of nowhere. It's like Bushwick Bill's been di- diagnosed with stage four cancer, and then it was like, what was it? Maybe two, three weeks later, mm-hmm. he was gone. Yeah. So. So I want that biopic. Uh, what else do I want to say? Um, I want to see some more of our legends get 
know what? Put the flowers while they're alive. That's what I really want to see. I want to see something. I want to see them get their flowers while they're here. Well, there's two biopics I like to see. I, I, I like to see a lot of era biopics, such as, uh, like, because they tried to do it with American Soul. It didn't really work out that well. Yeah, no. But I like to see, like, the side of Philadelphia Motown. But that I would, would like cool. to see, now, the people don't know about this group a lot, but I would like to see the Force of D's. Because oh yes, because they had an unsung right. For some of these, I don't know. If they probably did, I don't know if they did that, but all of them did. That, I, but that's how we know that. Didn't they have an unsung? And we, was I like, read that. You read that? Yeah. I'm trying to remember because I remember saying saying the same thing. Like, bro, their story was so tragic. What the yeah. hell happened? Like, like they had hits and what, but they just at a young age they just all died. Hove needs somebody to tell his story if you found. They did have uh they did have the unsung episode because I remember watching it and being like, "Damn, everybody died! Like okay. that's fucked up." Okay, I didn't see the unsung one. Okay, but yeah, I I could see that like groups and artists who have a story to tell because it's like you could do a biopic on pretty much anybody you want, but if it was just like, yeah, I used to write songs in my room and somebody heard it one day and. And I got famous, and now I'm just chilling in my house. Like, I don't want to, I mean, I'm not going to say I wouldn't want to see that. I but, think in the next 10 years, you're going to get Aretha Franklin. Oh, not in the next 10 years. They're already working <coughs> on it. Jennifer Hudson is Aretha Franklin. She picked her herself. Oh, okay. So, that's dope. she was trying to get her, she was trying to get her flowers while she was still here. Uh-huh. I'm not mad at it. I think who should do that? She's had quite a storied life. I think if we got a whole biopic, it would be a whole and Beyonce biopic together. I think it would be. I hope. I think Hope would like a documentary honestly, type of thing. I think Hope would do a documentary for you. I think, but I think it would be better if he actually did a series, like a weeks long series, because starting from his early age and taking it all the way back to the early Brooklyn days, the Brooklyn days that us, that the new school don't know about. If you do all the way back and lead it all the way up to when he met Beyonce, it's going. To it's gonna take some skeletons out the closet that they don't really talk about the fact that she was young as fuck when they met. Well, when they met, let me see, what was that? Two thousand? She was eighteen. That was not really that bad. Was she? Cause 18? It, yeah, because they started actually. It came out when they was dating. Was uh, Age to the Izzo? That was the Age to the Izzo video. That was two thousand one. Yeah, I remember because she was, cause she born was in the what, video. Eighty one? Yeah, she would have been. Yeah. She about eighteen. Yeah. Considering. Would that be weird? No, but here's the thing. It wasn't... Uh, I don't know if it was confirmed. I think we all speculated that they was dating, but I don't think they actually confirmed at that time. Now, it's going to look weird, but as long as they never said, yeah, we were dating when she was this age, I think I think it'll be all right. Plus, they married now. And well, yeah, yeah, yeah now, because nobody cares now. But uh, I just love that when I Google Jay-Z, network comes up at $1 billion. Yes, bitch. Because I'm. How did he not? How is Diddy not a billionaire? Is Diddy a billionaire? No, he's eight twenty five in, and I'm appreciating Damn. that. I'm appreciating the fact That's that Hope wild. is a billionaire. A kid from Marcy Projects. Marcy from the son. projects. <laughs> not even for, okay. just from Marcy, but like just from the projects. A kid from the projects became a billionaire. Now, now I just have to say, Hope is gonna be fifty this year. Yep. If you take 19 years off of that, my man was in his 30s. Yeah. And Beyonce was 18? Yeah. 
Hey, listen, I'm not saying it wasn't weird. I'm just saying it wasn't confirmed. I'm just saying, I only say that because if you tell it in chronological order like that. Yeah, it didn't look bad. It, look, it might look kind of sketchy. I'm not, listen. But nobody, nobody seemed to care and they've still rocking and going strong and got umpteen and that's kids. Gonna be, and that's going to be the thing that saves them because even earlier in that relationship, if I'm not mistaken, it was like turbulent. It was almost like, because you know, she was young in her career. Yeah. She wasn't even Beyonce, Beyonce. Yet. Right, that's she what was, I'm saying. She was so Beyonce of Destiny's It was child. like, eh, but Ooh, not really. So it was like, eh, but not really. We think they're dating. We almost sure they're dating, but not really. And nobody never said nothing. Yeah, because Crazy in Love, not Crazy in Love, um, what was his song with her? The, uh, the Bonnie All and Yeah. Yeah, that was 2000. That was 03, right? Or 02? 03? Yeah, 02, 02. Yeah. So, moving on from that, that's... Completely sidetracked, but I I could see that I could see that happening. I just I just want the whole old Brooklyn back, then then moving up to when he became whole, up to him now. It's just a total. It's different. He's fifty. Yeah, I mean, with hair, you gotta you gotta move with the times, and you gotta learn how to move long term. And I think that's one thing that he's done well. This nigga got a hairline. How the fuck? <laughs> I ain't even they, got they out here buying them now. You, apparently. Yeah, I know. Let me get my money up. I'm buying one. I don't think he did because his seemed to have stayed the same. Listen. But some of these other children, they out here buying them. I don't even front. I ain't even got to wonder. I, I'm bald right now, so when I get money, I'm buying a hairline. Y'all ain't got to wonder you nothing. LeBron. <laughs> Better than LeBron. He ain't willing to spend the money. Stop. Uh, I'm trying to think before we move on to these mis these horrible miscasts because all the ones that I got in my head were really bad, bro. Um, oh, damn. I don't like the Snoop Dogg, even though he didn't have a much of a role at all straight out of Clampton. I don't like that Snoop Dogg. I can see that. I I forget that Snoop Dogg more after they had that Tupac. Oh Lord. Tupac, there Tupac. Has got to be pissed about everybody they picked. They picked to play him and everything except the guy in All Eyes on Me. And you got reason to be mad about that too because he wasn't good. Wait, what about that no, Tupac that was in Notorious? We're getting there. Okay, we're Just making sure we're getting there. We are we're get getting there. there. Okay. Okay. So none other than uh, Falcon, also known as the person in the first. I don't know if y'all watched that first Black Mirror episode, but that drone was deep. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you would want to, but Anthony Mackie was Tupac in Notorious, if I'm not mistaken. You ain't mistaken at all. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? I just want to know, like, who was sitting there, like, if, even if he came in and auditioned for it off the street, who said, I like his energy so much, we're going to cast him as who? Why? Nothing about Anthony Mackie gives me Tupac. Did he care? I don't know if he care about Biggie and everyone. Yeah, that's Apparently. I, because Derek Luke was Diddy. Derek he Luke hates that Derek Luke was, was Diddy. Diddy. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't like it either. Derek Luke was Diddy. I think I, think I was so mad about Tupac because Derek Luke as Diddy to me, him being extra and shit, fine, I'll give you that. Casting-wise, eh, not really. Derek but Luke. he wasn't a horrible Diddy like everybody else in that movie was horrible. 
You right. Little C's in that movie. Oh, yeah, it was bad. That Come was, on. I was yeah, not Little C's at all. Well, the thing I is. I was like, well, what? He's a little bit light. So. Mm-hmm. Little Caesar's definitely darker. He just, I don't know, to me, like, when y'all say there's a difference between doing an impression and embodying Derek Luke did a great impression, but he just Yeah, I will give you that. Diddy. He did a good impression of right. Diddy. I don't think he embodied Diddy. I will definitely give you that because I was just like, bro, what? Like, what is this? <laughs> Derek Luke looked like he just wouldn't it looked at all Diddy music videos. Right. Yeah. And watch his interviews and call it a day. No, he said actually like talking to him. Talking to him, yeah, having yeah. a conversation, spending time Did with him. Anybody for for notorious, I know it was like a big thing that they didn't talk to little ki- She keeps teasing in his face, yo. Bless you. I'm gonna need money to get a credit. Didn't uh, talk to uh any like other like people around him or was it just like they talked to Diddy for notorious? I'm lost. No, I think I think that he had a good. He had that was his thing, right? I thought no. Did he produce his, it? I don't know if he produced it, but I, I thought that was his it. thing. That's the problem. I think he produced but I say, it. But say because if he produced it, then somebody need to go talk to him for real. Like you need to pull him aside. But but Lil Kim was pissed because nobody talked to her about it and rightfully no, so. No, 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 no. Now I love Lil Kim. Y'all saw how hype I got when she came out doing the Mary J. Because she thought Lil. But. Notori Norton, the one the uh the actress who played her in Notorious wanted to talk to her. She said she wanted to talk to Lil Kim and she wanted to like to get a feel for her because she was a big Lil Kim fan. However, Lil Kim was a little construct and was upset that they actually got a dark skinned girl to play her. This is Notori Norton's story. Uh-huh. Seeing her now, I could totally see that. I'm not going to lie to you. I could see if I could see that happening. And she even, because she had that uh, show on uh, TV1 Uncensored. Yeah. Where she was just like, I really wanted Lil' Kim to like my performance. I wanted to talk to her. But I just remember her coming or saying something to somebody while she was around, like, she was pissed about it. And I was just like, I believe it. I, I, I can't, I wasn't there. I can't say confirm it was true or how bad it was, but I kind of wouldn't be surprised. So she may have had an opportunity to, opportunity to um, have a, at least a little input in the movie. But if that was how she acted when they came to her about the casting, which, to be honest, 90s little Kim, Notori Norton was not that mm-hmm. bad. Of a 90s little, little kid. kid. I agree. No, she don't. So, I don't know where her mind was at, but hmm. I can't really uh, I can't really speak on that. But I'm trying to move on from Notorious because there was so many bad castings in that it movie. That's just like, we could be on that joint forever. But also, Barry Gordy is alive and well, y'all. Why don't nobody ever call this man? <laughs> And ask him, hey, bro, um, we got X, Y, and Z to play you. Are you cool with that? I, like, I will we, say they got Barry Gordy right in the Motown movies. In, in the Jackson of uh, American Dream movie, Oba Baba 2, that was a good... That was Temptations. That was Temptations, I'm sorry. Billy and D the was... Billy D as uh, Barry Gordy in Jackson's movie was a good uh, Barry Gordy. Uh-huh. Because I've seen, like, you can see the, the progression of him through the years. <coughs> uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, cool. I can get with Billy D or with Bubba Tunde. But everybody else since then has been A 
mess. Like, what do y'all? He's over here with the baby, y'all. I'm sorry. He, uh, he, he, he just all distracted. First of all, I'm a whole uncle right now. He's having a whole moment. Give her a binky. Okay, where is it? Oh. It's attached to her. Hold on, hold on, this. So. Well, it's a binky, binky. <laughs> oh my god. Hold on, mama. So I'm trying to think, like, why th- y'all just be casting anybody as this man, and he is still here. <laughs> yep. I would be pissed, bro. I'm like, look, bro, y'all gonna have to, you have to issue you a cease and desist or something on this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. Why are y'all casting me as Keenan, trash? Keenan Thompson. That's that's the Barry Gordy we got coming up, right? Yes, Keenan Thompson as Barry Gordy. I'm sorry, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm I wasn't to buying Keenan Thompson as Fat Albert, so. <laughs> so. <laughs> That is funny. I almost forgot about Just, that. I'm trying to think. Oh, Missy Elliott in the Aaliyah movie. Everything. I don't. Everything in the Aaliyah movie was trash. The whole movie was trash. Okay. I ain't by the scene. You didn't have to. First of all, we all know Aaliyah died. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the reasons why I like Woody Woods. <laughs> True. Aaliyah died before we even got Skinny Missy. Okay. Uh huh. So can someone tell me why Missy in this movie was smaller than me? What? She was a whole. She was a smooth size six in this movie. If anything, and then they had the nerve to put a baggy sweatsuit on her like that was going to make a difference. I was just like. And she was light skin. See, definitely what she wasn't light skin, but she was lighter than Missy. She was almost light skin. I was just like, bro, what is happening? Because who? I don't even remember. I'm pretty sure Timbaland was miscast as well. Oh, Timbaland was miscast. Every time we Dave, get a Dave Dash was miscast. Was was Dave Dash? Yeah, at the end, wasn't he? I don't remember anything about that movie except the fact that it was bad. I honestly don't. I'm trying to think. Um, another one. Every time we get a Whitney movie, can we please? Please, somebody, call her mama or something. Because who the fuck is picking these Whitney's? And they don't—they're never truly horrible. But it's like this ain't good enough. Who was your favorite Whitney? Mm. Fast food restaurant. Whitney. You said I thought he said Wendy. Mm. <laughs> what? I, I thought it said who was my favorite Wendy. I, I, I can't even. I don't know any nice Wendy's. Oh my god. <coughs> <coughs> I'm trying to think. I, I'm really like baffled right now. Cause this little baby. It was like, who was it? Yaya? Yeah, Yaya played her, uh, in the Whitney movie, which had a terrible Bobby Brown. Horrible Bobby Brown. Oh, and then we And then we had her in. Um, Let's just start tripping. Uh, the Bobby Brown story. The Bobby Brown story. I like to do the Bobby Brown story. I'm being honest with you. For the time she was portraying in the Bobby Brown story, I think she worked. Uh-huh. Um, but again, I also think that was more of an impression. I don't know if we have anybody now who could even be with me. Like, who could portray her properly in a movie. You have folks who can sing her songs, mm-hmm. but as far as being her... I mean, I there is somebody out there that they got a cast, of course. It'll but have to be a nobody. To them right yeah, now. I don't want to say a nobody. It'll have to be somebody who is unknown right now, because I can't think of a single actress right now who could go, who could go up there and play Whitney, and I'd be like, oh my god, like I was with Jamie Foxx as Ray. Uh huh. 
can't at all. But you know, to be honest with you, before I even seen Ray, I would never pick Jay Fox to play Ray Charles. Uh, oh. To be honest, I would have. I, I felt can't. like he had. I felt like he had it. I would say, as far as somebody who can sing and act, mm-hmm. I I could see his name being thrown in the hat. But if you said to me before that Ray movie that he was going to do a stellar job playing Ray Charles, okay, I'd have no. been like, I say, <laughs> knowing what I know now, of course, I'm saying. But back to, say like two thousand three, I said this is a, a Ray Charles movie coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm like the first thing in my head, I'm not thinking, oh, Jay Fox got this because at this time we saw the heads of Jay Fox show. Yeah. And you know, and I never seen Jay Fox really do a breakout. Yeah, do a breakout at the job. So if somebody told me uh, at that time Will Smith is Ali, I'm like, Mm. charismatic, got it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if Will is Ali. Yeah, because that that's a big. Those are big shoes to fill. Yeah. Because I like Tyrese and Teddy Pendergrass. I don't know how I feel about that. Hit up me. I give pause. Hmm? A little rocker stuff. You want to put her in? Yeah. Miss Pastor. Okay. Right. I give pause. Um. When? Oh, okay. Just take the time. I guess we get to. He had out. a big year in 04 though. He did breaking all the rules. But that's none of those are are dramatic roles. I know, but for some reason, I'm not gonna say like like you said, stellar. No, but I did think he do a good job. Yeah. I didn't think he do bad Ooh, at that he, time, right? Okay. I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think Jamie would do bad. No, no, I didn't know, but I just didn't think he would. I did bad, not no, think no, that he would was do different. Yeah. as well as he did. That was a different. That was different. Different level. Was, I'm trying to think. Um, fuck, y'all. Where was I at? I got completely distracted. You said Will Smith, Ali. No, he was talking about Will Smith as Ali. See, I could, I could have saw that. Will Smith is Ali. I could kind of see Will Smith as Ali. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I'm saying, but no, before, ta- before I even see the movie, it was, it was coming to me as that. Oh, uh, okay. Tyrese is Teddy Pendergrast. That's that's, that's what that's, I'm talking about. All right, little... now I give a little, a, a bit of pause when the person themselves handpicks, um an actor or singer to play them. Because I'm like, obviously you saw something in this person. I guess we can give it a shot. But if Tyrese as Teddy Pendergrass, I could have saw you if he's if it was like Jaheem is gonna be Teddy Pendergrass, but Jaheem don't act. Right. That's mm-hmm. okay. Right. I feel like because Tyrese is in the same boat as Jamie Foxx, because he acts and he sings now. I ain't saying Tyrese is Bonastas. But because he acts and he sings, he seems like a logical choice. And because he knew Teddy Pendergrass personally, I guess that's why he chose him. Right. But I got to see this movie. Yeah. I said this works out. Same with uh, Jennifer Hudson. I know she acts and she sings. But, uh... But she won the Academy Award, did she? She did. I'm just concerned about her as, um... Arisa. Arisa supposedly picked her. I'm not. So, <coughs> okay. I see, but... And she got that hollering, that, you know, loud, boisterous kind of voice. Mm. But I don't know if I could see her as Arisa. I don't know. I, I would have to see... I'd have to see the movie. 
I can understand to that. To give it a... I can't say that's a miscast at all, but I gotta see the movie before I can give it a final, like, before I'm excited about, like, yeah, she's gonna do a great job. Mm-hmm. I gotta uh, see the movie first. Is there yeah, any... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. What's that? I was saying, is there any actors uh, in biopics that we saw that we thought was gonna suck and end up turning out being better? Damn, I really think Jamie Foxx is the only one that comes to mind when I when I think of something like that. I'm trying well, to think of somebody Chad else. Bulls would get on up. Definitely, I, I definitely did not think. I would say give it a watch. Um, I like get on up. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's like you know, it's not like go run home right now and watch it. It's a good movie, but. I definitely didn't think I, I, I agree with you on that I definitely didn't think That he was going to be A good James Brown Because I was just like Chadwick Boseman Didn't he play Jackie Robinson Like I'm listening to James Brown music Lately Speaking of But go ahead Oh Talk about a miscast Thurgood Marshall Oh and Marshall Chad, Chadwick Boseman And Thurgood Marshall Yeah There's no way in the world You Buy the same movie to judge the movie, per- No no I'm not talking about I'm just talking about Miscast as an appearance Only Purely on that one there's no way in the world the same person should be able to play Jackie Robinson, James Brown, and Thurgood Marshall. That's just not how this works. Okay. I, sorry. You're probably like what? I think the baby sister is agreeing with you. Yeah, I guess she is. She's she's she's. You're oh definitely God. getting the credit. Yeah, she gonna have to, we gonna have to give her a shout out at the end of the show because she yeah. out here making the noises. But um, anybody else that you can think of? Cause I'm just sitting here like, damn, I can't even really. Terrence out is Jackie Jackson. <laughs> Why? Come on, man. Bro, yeah. <laughs> Michael May. <laughs> Everything is May. I don't yeah. understand it. I really I'm wish pretty I sure that's not in the script. I'm pretty sure that's not in the script. I'm trying to think of anybody else, any other, because I thought we was going to go in even worse than. This. I thought it was going to be much worse than this. Well, I mean, as, a, as to be to be real, it's late. People are tired. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I understand. I know, but we don't cut that one short and move on to the B side real fast because I know before my co-host runs out of energy completely, I know he wants to go off about DJ Khaled at these fucking BET awards. First and fucking foremost, <laughs> the blue sneakers. And blue sneakers and on white suits, and I know them claws up in the background was his idea. Negroes love all white. He ain't a Negro. Okay, you correct. You are correct, but that does not change the fact that Negroes love all. I saw so much all white tonight. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. There was a yeah. lot of all white going on tonight. I'm gonna give credit to YG for keeping it red and white. That's why he did have a white T-shirt. He well, white tee, Matt. Do a white tee really? He had white pants. Yeah, white pants. They had red vest. Oh, with Nipsey on there. Okay, I didn't because I didn't oh, wow. see. I'll with, be honest with you. With with yeah, Nipsey on with like a pink suit because he couldn't do blue. Could do. And <laughs> had the angel wings coming out. I did not see it. I couldn't see that close. What? Oh man. I'm blind, bro. Negroes was Negroes will be Negroes somehow. Yes, and them damn clouds. You know how they always had a meme when I died on Photoshop. Me and them damn. That was the digital version of them damn clouds. Me, Don't do it. Let me do, man. Listen, if I see any clouds on those t-shirts when I'm dead, because I will be in the spirit presence. When y'all niggas go to sleep, we fighting. 
flat out. It's a fade. As soon as you lay your head on that pillow, that, it's a fade. You don't wiggle, do you that. You wiggle it with a head. Or them damn, right. or them damn gates with the praying hands. Don't do that. Because what you don't realize is, I know when you about to go to sleep, but you, most people don't realize that they're going to sleep when they're going to sleep. So the only thing you're going to do is appear in a dream not ready to fight. And I'm already stealing off on you. It's going to be a whole fade while you sleep. You definitely going to wake up with a headache. Mm. I'm whooping your ass. <laughs> like, I don't know what's wrong. I just... I think I got a migraine. I'm going to put no, that spell on you. came back to haunt you. You know that spell? Like, when you ever been in your sleep and you try to swing, but your arms ain't moving fast yes. enough, I'm going to make sure that spell is on you so you don't get nothing off. And I'm going to be beating the bullshit out. Oh, God. But... I, I do think... Yo, did you fade Joe Franklin among your bed, too? Yeah, I faded. Yo, that nigga hitting hard now. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think that the Nipsey tribute was a little underwhelming. Yes. It was. Very. It felt like it was kind of slapped together. I'm like, my man has been gone for months now. Y'all could have did better than this. Marsha had a good set off. I think YG's performance was... But I think DJ Khaled fucked it all up. He, <laughs> he was single-handedly... upset about DJ Khaled the whole night. First of all, why are you talking... Oh, we all knew he was going to talk on the mic too much. As soon as I seen his face, I just put my head down. I did not think he was going to try to orchestrate the choir. The choir. I didn't think he was going to do that. He took a whole nother level yeah. of nigger tree when he did that. You know, cause I ain't going to lie. Cause they, they, I've been seeing the concert the pre-show. Where they had the, the, the boy dancing in the subway with, with the girls on the roller bl- uh, uh-huh. on the skates. Yeah. And when he came out, DJ Khaled was behind him, hyping him up the aisle as he was going up. Oh, was Before he? he dipped into the crowd again. I definitely was he not been, paying He's attention. been here all night long. <laughs> Y'all just tired of DJ Khaled? You, you you maxed out on DJ Khaled? He, I kind of am. I'm not mad at it. He really tried to play Kirk Franklin's. He borrowed Kirk Franklin's choir <laughs> and he tried to take his role. What? Another one? No, that wasn't another one. That was uh, hard. I don't like it. I like and it. then had another performance about two weeks before they had one. Yeah. With him and um. Meek Mill. Meek Mill, little little baby, they call him. Yeah, little baby. Yeah, little yeah. baby. Yeah. Doing the same shit. True. Hold up. What I'm trying to. This is how I know Meek has been rapping for so long. How did that not annoy Meek that DJ Khaled was right here rapping his verse halfway? But not really rapping a verse to perform, just to be loud and be heard. Meek Mill's already loud. I So I don't think he needs anybody well, if, to be if, louder. If, than if him. you look at the presence, Meek Mill kept trying to walk away. That's uh, a veteran Khaled. move. Because I done pushed him. There's no reason why, in my opinion, that you should be doing that when, when you're performing in one of your songs I'm guessing with Meek Mill mm-hmm. and then you do a tribute to Nipsey they sound exactly the same true you gotta calm down sir I'm yes, just sir. saying you know like, you all right. you had to do was come out <coughs> get a get a thing R.I.P. Nip we going higher it. and then let John Legend take do the rest that's all you had to do I wouldn't even it's especially now look I'm gonna be with you I wasn't nearly as mad about it as you was until he started talking during Dipsy's verse. Nick, shut up! That's yeah, you know, I was like, just let, just let it play. You just let, just let it play. I mean, you got his audio right there. Yeah. You, got his, you got the video right behind you. That's what we came to hear. We came hey. to hear Nip. Honestly, exactly. did we hear any, really, any Nip, like, his no. voice at all? No, no because the we... opening, they played Kendrick's verse on dedication. Yeah, well, when his family was coming up to accept his humanitarian award... They did play the for some reason they played Kendrick's verse, and then 
they I heard a bit of his verse on higher after John Legend sang. And then I'm trying to think Last time that I checked. Last time I checked, that's his song, but YG did the whole song. But I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at that one. I'm going to tell you why. I wasn't mad at that one because when Nip passed, it was two people I personally feel like. Now, granted, aside from his family, aside from his family, it was two people I kind of felt like it hit the most, and that was Game and YG, and that's because they're actually part of that culture. Yeah. Yeah. When you're of the culture, it would hit you a little different. Yeah. Yeah. So I do get that. I get why YG. Game was nowhere to be found. Where is Game? I don't know, been, but... I mean, well, he been keeping a little profile because he been getting in some trouble. Yeah, and I feel like he'd have probably dissed... I think Ant was right. He'd have dissed somebody on stage. Somehow, some way. Wait, you know what? I didn't think about... Did did YG do his verse from last time that I checked? Or yeah. did he do... Okay. He All did right. his verse. But it, I think that was right, though. I, th- I think that, that to me, that's good. Okay. That's, that, I would have liked that. Um, because with that song, like, to me, I feel like... And then... In that song, he was paying tribute to Nip Hustle. He been giving game like a big brother. Uh, when Nip say, I remember when Nip said, "What he say?" Uh, hey Nip, I remember that game you told me to fuck around and get played by these label owners. So I feel like that whole verse was like tribute to Nip. Like, okay. so I get that. It was like what? <laughs> now this is real left field. It was what it was supposed to be with cannabis and uh, LL Cool J. <laughs> yeah, that that just went left. How's that? That went left. Uh, that's because L. Cool J was, was being low key sensitive, but still, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's light skin. <laughs> yeah, light skin nigga with a mean right hand. But I don't know. It was kind of underwhelming. I will, I agree, and I will, I will say that if they could have got game, it would have been. But what would he have done? He would have done it. I, I put it to you like this: anybody but DJ Khaled. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm just going to go on record to anybody, but because you hope would have did it. But here's the thing what would they have done? It's different when you have a singer who mm-hmm. passes away, and you or a person like a Mary J who gets a lifetime achievement, and you get people to do um, tribute <coughs> to them by singing their songs. I feel it's a different, totally different vibe and a totally different perception when you have somebody who raps who does, like, also rap their, like their song. Right, but so it's they, like, what would they have done? Any record that they did with Nip, I feel like each artist, because especially from the West Coast. All right, let's say if you took all West Coast artists who were gang members. You could have the J Rock. I'm pretty sure J Rock. Maybe J Rock got a record with Nipsey Hussle. I don't know. Uh, maybe he. And you would have to go dig in an art. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but it's worth it though. If you had months to prepare, and you could have went out and got Kendrick. Now who would oh, say that they yeah. didn't? try and get people and they weren't available but like we were saying off air I feel like they would have yeah. been like I will come Kendrick would have even if it's just I come and I do the, the Nipsey tribute and, and I, I bounce cause this is BET it's not like we on whatever this is BET so I'm pretty fucking sure Kendrick would have showed up but it's unless like, this girl's low key pregnant and they doing mm, a home birth and very true that, that, that could be something that's going on I feel on. like Kendrick is not going to the hospital when his baby's born I feel like he's going to do a home birth but also it's like alright so who can get here because they're in DC so it's like are you going to fly from wherever you at to DC to fly back I, depends I don't know so I think he got a private jet now well he don't have one but I'm pretty sure I'm sure, sure he has access to one, one. Yeah, he's 60 million in of course he does but I don't know. I will agree that it was a little underwhelming for what it was. I wanted them to do. God damn, DJ Khaled. A little more. You know what? But I, I'm just upset at BT. I 
mean, I don't expect much out of BET at this point at all. But that's the problem. This is supposed to be for us. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be, you know, uh, at, at a time like the Black Grammys. Mm-hmm. Or this, it's supposed to be, you know, something that's taken with some pride, you yeah. know, a little bit. Because nobody else do it, we're supposed to. Yeah, each year, it has just gone to shit. Don't you hate sometimes when you, it's like, look, we've all experienced this. Mm-hmm. We go to that, you know, this is your podcast, correct? Mm-hmm. You, you go to that nigga McDonald's all the time. Yeah. They, they never have nothing. They are all, you know, saying that, you know, they drop the buzz on the floor. They always got an attitude. They hate working there. You know, they, they give you no service. You know, they you know, your food come back cold and they get mad when you like, I get some hot fries. It's a whole bad thing. Then you then, then next thing you know, you travel, you go to the white neighborhood and, and everything is good. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. Why can't that be us? Why is it that, you know, we could go, because I had experience with Pizza Hut just not too long ago. Bruh. that. I, it's six o'clock. Six o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. They out of pan pizza. They out of stuff crust pizza. They, they got a delivery driver. They online. They ain't doing online orders. They ain't taking no coupons. He said we shut down online. And then they want people to come pick up their stuff. And then when we call for the pizza, they call back and say, "Well, we ain't got this." It's six o'clock. True. And mm. this is why it's not the first time it's happened. That's the one. The only one that delivers here. At least the last three times that I've tried to order something from here. Because I'll be like, I'm going to try. And it's not like it's back to back to back. It's like, I'll try and they don't have something. And I didn't have to cancel it. I'll wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. A few weeks, month even. I call, try and put. Same thing. Last three times. And that and that's it. Now, for those out there in Philly. Now, you go up to Frankfurt, up the street from you. Nice service. Willing to set up the whole pasta bar for me. Peace is done at a reasonable time, good service, and all, all the above. I get all the, you know, accoutrements with it. It shouldn't have to be that way. It really shouldn't. That's how I feel about the BET Awards. Each year... We gave y'all something. It's getting y'all more... Y'all better be happy. And more, it, you know, vigorous. They have no... They don't have pride in what they do. Like, as of right now, I've heard so much cursing on the awards show tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't. It, he was shocked. I don't even <laughs> care if it's a black or white thing because it's not. You go to any award show, mm-hmm. NAACP ain't having that. True. Soul Train ain't having that. Uh, if, if you just talk about black award shows, yeah. or if you talk about any award shows, when you're going with someplace with elegance and class and stuff like that, you're supposed to be you're supposed, you're supposed, you're supposed to represent. They, 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 they're not going to do all that stuff. They they, they just free reign. Don't give a fuck. You know, uh, what's going on? The production was crap. The camera qu- quality was crap. And just follow. And so and so, they didn't care, and it bothers me because that's us. That represents us yeah. as a culture. True. And it's it, you know, it, each year it's getting worse. It is. I mean, worse. the tributes aren't as long. The before it's like they put on their. You know, the hot shit, of course, obviously. That's what sells every year. Every year, you know, there's a new era of music that comes in. Mm-hmm. But niggas coming in now, they don't even care that they in a war show. They don't. Here's the thing. I feel like, especially when we have all black established things, it should be a safe space for people <coughs> to be them tr- their true self. But that doesn't mean that you don't care. Because I get it. Like, doing an electric slide at the end... I don't care about to that. before I let go, that's you in the safe space. Be yourself, 
but not caring how you look, not caring how the production looks or the sound is like that kind of shit is just like all right, y'all. You're at an awards ceremony. Even if it's an all-black awards ceremony with a safe space, there's still certain level of class. You could do certain things at certain places. That's why I stopped doing the Source Awards. I'm like, y'all niggas over here fighting and shit. Yeah, we we we, we, gonna, we gonna cancel it. So, uh, if we, when you're doing a ceremony, you're honoring your people. True. People are getting awards and accepting speeches and stuff like that. I have never seen anybody got an award. 10% of people was there. This is true. That's the one thing that bothers That's, they, they, me. They, they have no respect for the awards, period. True. Now, this is the thing. This is the entertainment industry. It's very possible that some people are working. <laughs> this is what they do. Yes. If you on tour, you shooting a movie or a video or whatever, and you can't be here, fine. But when it gets to the point where it's like, we saw how many awards tonight, and the only person I saw that came up there to actually get their award was Cardi. And see, we didn't see and the whole show. Boot up girl. Oh, Ella May. Yeah. I, is that her name? May? Yeah, Mine? Ella May. Yeah. Okay. So, Ella May came up there to get her award. The one, the international act, I guess he either went to the drink or went to the bathroom or whatever, and his mom came out with the fire speech. Y'all was Africans before you was anything else. All right. I will give it to you. Good, good for you, Mama Burner Boy. But everybody else was just like, wasn't there, wasn't available. That's that's what bothers me because if like for me, if I could get. See, I believe in our culture, it's a balance between righteousness and ratchetness. I'm gonna quote the great Charlemagne the God. Oh Jesus. Um. No, but no, but in all seriousness, I do believe it's a balance in our culture. So when they perform in songs and I hear some cuss words, I'm for it. I'm be honest with you, I'm for it. But what I'm not for is people not showing up to the awards because that shows a lack of respect for it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of other things people would show up for, but they ain't going to show up for that. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're one of our top tier artists yeah. or performers, period. So I'm not for that. Um, I'm not for people being so damn drunk that they can't control themselves. You got people, it's supposed to be a whole production going on. You got my man not even knowing where his seat is up in the camera. And, Yo, is this F2? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, F2 on the other side of the... Bruh, this nigga forgot where he was that seated. That was a mess. That, when, <laughs> when he was in, just in the background of Regina Hall... I never just, seen that before the reward show. Like, bruh. <laughs> I'm saying. He was just in the... It was like it being in a movie where somebody go out to go to bath and they try and come back in. That's what like, I'm oh, shit. And it's that one guy who's recording a bootleg. You see him just creep past. That's exactly... <laughs> exactly what happened. That, and, that's, and that's what I'm talking about. For me, it's not the, the cussing and the performance. Because... That's part of the song. I agree with you. Bothers me. He's talking about everything else. I'm talking about. No, right. I'm not debating what you're saying. I'm just talking about what I'm seeing. I'm not debating what you're saying. I'm just talking about what I'm seeing. Because, and the reason, and the reason why I'm saying it like that is because if you notice in a lot of other award shows, there's pretty much no cussing at all, nothing. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying in our culture, the way we express ourselves is a little different. Mm -hmm. So I'm for that. But what everything else that surrounded it, the host, I feel like even the host wasn't that good. I wasn't completely mad at Regina Hall again. I was. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I didn't like it. A lot of the times with the the host period, it's like y'all got to work with the material y'all giving. If you are a comedian, you may add and throw some extra shit in there. Like Jamie Foxx, before he was drunk that one year, 
it's like, all right, I'll work with what you gave me, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to throw a little extra ad lib in here so we can get it rolling. Yeah. Regina Hall, I was, her comedy seems to be, like, her, I guess her sense of humor seems to be a little, like, a flat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, she's not a super lively person. I will, will say, no, by no means was she the best host. She was better. I always said so bad. I always be like, were they better than Damon Wayans? Because <laughs> Damon Wayans was by far had to be the worst host. Is I'm not. I'm not mad at her because of the. I'm mad because of the imbalance. I felt like she should have seen where this award show was going, mm-hmm. and she should have been that balance to be like, you know what? I'm gonna hold it together. I'm not gonna start my shit here because there's way too much ratchetness and not enough righteousness. Yeah, because I was just like, yo, all right, how far are we want to run with this? I had an ex-boyfriend who was in jail named Jamal Joe. How far are we? Yeah, that's a, that's a, she ran jokes into segments, and I'm like, next one, But please. this is the thing, and I'm like, that's why I kind of feel like it's hard when you have a show like this where y'all clearly aren't necessarily taking yourself completely serious. When you have a host who is not necessarily a comedian, but you got to write comedic things for them to say or do. And I'm right. like, yo... Uh, like for all that, y'all could have just let her come up here and you know wow out and be Regina Hall. But you know, y'all, y'all's fucked up though. We do that, but the Oscars don't do that. The Oscars don't do that. They write for them. So, so, but I'm just saying, but there are times when these hosts have a little bit of free range to do some of the things that they do. Mm-hmm. Even back at BT, if you go back to some of the hosts back in the day, and you look at the different creativity that they, that they had, Monique. Will and Jada, okay. Steve Harvey and Cedric, you know the comedians. Uh, but a, everybody you named except Jada was is a comedian in some some shape or form. Uh huh. I feel like that makes a difference. The presence, the stage presence, and the camera presence that you have as a comedian is different than a typical dramatic actor. That's true. Because they, I feel like a lot of comedians they firing all the time. They got to be on their toes all the time. Mm-hmm. It gets weird when you start bringing people in who need to carry a show, and it's still, it's supposed to be a show that like because the Oscars has all kinds of people hosted, but it's not necessarily a comedian, mm-hmm. not necessarily a comedian. So, and it, but it's a more serious show. BET Awards has never been necessarily a serious show. You've had but because you've had comedians be ho- the host most of the time. But Oscars, the comedians are hosts. What happened? Ella the Generous and you know Jimmy Kimmel, those are talk show hosts that are comedians. Now, we don't need. Are we? Seth MacFarlane was trash. Trash. But are we going to get into? But you see why Seth MacFarlane's sense of humor does not fall in line in along the lines of that dry sense of humor. Like, like I'm sorry to say, in Ellen, a Jimmy was it Kimmel? Kimmel or Fallon? Kimmel. Kimmel. Billy Crystal host used to was was host for was that the Oscars or the Emmys? I mean, or the um, that was the Oscars, right? Billy Crystal. Mm-hmm. Side note, oh. some Elmay you I mean, not Elmay, Young Miami you hired the wrong background dancers. You are a city girl. <laughs> Every background dancer, her ass should have been insane. You should have had Mata on stage. I'm so You should have had Boss Tech. These are all Instagram models with big ass butts. You picked the wrong Maybe sweetheart. But here's the thing. Did it she, wasn't nothing but twerking on stage. Did she just hope, did she, did she um, hire people who could just keep up with what she was doing at the time? Because she is hella pregnant right now. 
she ain't had to twerk. She just had to perform. I'm bad she this. This is crazy. How about you want to do with Joe Crankle? Because all I they did, because all they did, if you look at the dancers, they didn't do anything. So all they did was twerk. They did. You cannot have it. no ass and twerk. That's why I said, why she ain't just hired the little girls? Because they was too big. Because the little girls but, but out there I, getting their life. I'm just saying, in all the performances, right? There was something. Usually, when I see you know, because I know when we talk about other awards, it's supposed to be a little bit more classy. than we see the BET awards. And it's supposed to be like, you know, it, we're not supposed to be that classy. I, I didn't can't, say that. I said, but if you look at the history of it, mm-hmm. from when it started in 2001, mm-hmm. all the way to now, that was an award show that I was actually excited to see. But I feel like now it has gone the way of the channel itself. Be real. What Do you go clamoring to watch anything on BET? No. Uh, listen, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying, uh, and see, like you say, they could have hired one of the little girls. My thing is, for her video, the twerk yeah. video. Yeah, then she go out and get a bunch of girls. That's what, do the same. Out. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because she could have did the same thing for, for that performance. She doesn't. She doesn't have a choreography of a Beyonce. No. When you, when you talk All about, they do is twerk. That's what I'm saying. When you talk about a Beyonce, you, you can't get no... You probably got some chicks out the audience, for real, for real. I know a few. I'm messing with one right now that go crazy. Stupid. <laughs> I'm just no, saying. Seriously, I really think, like, you probably honestly could have got some chicks out the audience that would have twerked and done a better job for what it was. Yeah. That could have did that. I just... She done got some professional girls and probably overpaid for us to see no ass twerking. This is real. This is real. For what you, the music you make, girl. That's what she's you a make city. twerk anthems. That's it. <laughs> you are a city girl. You make twerk anthems. That's all Period. you do. You come out. You talk about twerking. I see Free JT somewhere, and that's it. I ain't even see Free JT, so it I'm not mad out. at that. I, it it's, I ain't see it. At the very beginning, it was mm. like hashtag Free JT. <coughs> there we go. Okay. And that's then she came probably. out and and started rapping, and but didn't even do a whole song. My thing is. I understand that they all on the same label and I guess they all couldn't get that much time but who's the hottest act out right now? City Girls. The City Girls. So the girl can give her a whole fucking song. Right. No, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with you. You And I I know you said you're kind of happy she did it herself but I'm not even into Lifetime Achievement anymore. I enjoyed Mary J's performance though. She got a little tired toward the end. It was alright. But I still enjoyed it. I mean, I like the songs because I, I like Mary. I mean, of course, you're more big of a Mary, Mary fan than I am. But, you know, the presentation of the, of the Lifetime Achievement Award, it, I don't like it anymore. Because, one, I'm just like, there's so many people I, I'm sort of thinking of, like, damn. Who how, don't how, have, why doesn't Stevie Wonder have a Lifetime Achievement Award, I BET? I don't know, because they're, they're being fucking stupid. But, uh, I'm sitting like, um, it, it, it feels good when people see other celebrities, musicians, stars in their craft honor your music. Mm-hmm. I like seeing that. Just because it's an old act don't mean old people got to do your stuff. And, you know, then when they go up there and get their acceptance speech and then they come out and then they do it their way, I, 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 sort of like, I like seeing that. Now, granted, like you said, who would you have picked to, in today's world? Because I don't know too many people in this world. To do a Mary performance, I don't know. But even if it was just somebody who was like somebody she personally handpicked, I can't off the top of my head 
think of a singer who could do a Mary J tribute the way she did. She has a distinct style that and nobody can. Voice. Yeah, a distinct style and voice nobody can really mirror. So I mean, it's, because Mary J is not the she ain't the, the most top vocalist. However, we all we don't have I can't think of a single girl out right now who will come up there and give me a Mary J energy but you, and but, song. But you know what? But you know what's funny though? And it also had to be somebody's out now. Remember when the OJs came out? Mm-hmm. They brought back Tevin Campbell. Who? They brought out Tevin Campbell from Nice and he did fine. Mm-hmm. When uh, they was given a tribute to, uh, well, Anita Baker also. She did her own. It, yeah. Only person uh, who could have done the Anita Baker tribute was Tony Braxton, and it, that's it. But Elder Barge came out. Elder Barge. See, that's a special case. Because it's Elder Barge. You know what I'm saying? We didn't talk about that damn Elder Bobby Barge. DeBarge movie. In no, the, it ain't come out yet, so we'll save it. Okay. I'm such a DeBarge uh, fan. Huh? You he loves such a when, when it it's was a Prince, skin thing. They had, yeah. they had Janelle Monae, they had, Ali, they had Alicia Keys, and you brought Pay the Bell. The only one Prince really got riled for was Pay the Bell. No, he seemed okay. He wanted to make sure she didn't fall the piano. No, no, he he looked very concerned about Alicia, but he seemed like he was cool with Janelle's performance. He concerned during Alicia's and excited during Pay the Bell. I and just I'm just saying you there are other are you can bring back older artists to set the performance up. For Mary J, ain't gotta be nobody out there because sometimes they, they probably can't hold a candle. So you can probably you can probably call Mary and say, "Hey, if there's somebody, you know, uh, you know, from back back in the day from the '90s, yeah. the early 2000s, they can uh, do you know a tribute for you stuff like that. You know, who who would who would you be? Shit, I'll put Queen Latifah up there. Why not? I'm just giving I'm just throwing out names here. Hmm. I I'm just saying it it, it it to me it loses its now, even the video package, I'm like, it don't even feel like she did shit for a lifetime anymore. It's just the way they present it now. That That's I don't, true. That I don't like. I think I really didn't like. I think it really, it really pissed me off when they did it with New Edition and they just brought the actors. They out. bought the actors from the. Oh my I'm like, God! That's lazy. You missed so many opportunities for New Edition, and when y'all didn't bring mm. nobody but that. And I understood if you had bought them out. And had them maybe, cause you know they always have two sections of the stage. Mm-hmm. Even if you had them come out and do the first part of a song, and then you brought the real new addition out to do a second part of a song, fine. But sh- for the rest of the tribute, you could have bought out a number of folks to do the, this fucking tribute for them. I mean, because there is a plethora of male R and B acts from around the time they were they were popular till now that could have done this because new addition makes songs. For I, the voices in New Edition aren't so distinct that nobody can Other than Johnny Gill. You don't really have that many. For all of that, you could you could have just pulled this. Do we really count Johnny Gill as part of New Edition? Yeah. Yes. Okay, just asking. No, no. Because he came, I'm just saying, didn't he wanna... come late? Like, super late? So, like. I thought about getting shot by kneecap, bro. Yeah. yeah I, 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 it's okay. I was like, yeah, I was no, like, bro, relax, it, people. I guess with the two of us, it this kind of sound kind of threatening. But I didn't both say parents. <laughs> I'm saying, yes, absolutely. No, how you feel, niece? He just did an interview. He just did an interview. Oh, these shorts. And he was saying that he never really felt a part of New Edition. Like, mm. how they all kind of were, like they were brothers. Mm-hmm. He came in late. That mm. That's real. But. He elevated New Edition to the next level outside of the, the bubblegum pop realm. 
So I definitely would consider him a part of New Edition. Like, can you stand the range on? That's fire. Yeah, because if you didn't have Johnny Gill. Oh, no, that wouldn't be right. Who's singing? Who's singing? Uh, yeah, Ricky Bell. <laughs> who's hitting that high note? That's what it is. That who's high note. behind Ralph Tresman? Nobody. Nobody. But that high note at the end of the song made the song for me. His sound and his, his, the sound of his voice and the music he was making was much more uh, mature than what New Edition was doing. So they had no no point, I mean, no chance to do anything but catch up. So, I'll, but that's another conversation for another day. I'm just saying. So it's like, but y'all could have done so much with it. And I will say, it does get lazy. And, and I like, when people like do this, you shouldn't, I could have called boys and men. I could have called a lot of other people that we could do. Yeah, that's, the, that's the cut right there. That was that high note. Is that no? I'm saying there's a lot of other things you could have did, and bring in in the, in, the, in the tribute to what Nudish has brought to the music scene for all them years. Is it is getting the actors that played them? That to me was very lazy. I don't, you know you, what? I they, think they, they had a makeshift more, group. I think it was more of a marketing ploy than anything. Yeah, but still, they had a makeshift group of Trey Songs, Johnny Gill, and Tyrese doing the OJ's. That was. Better than I thought. No, no, I said that you're making. But if you go back and look at that tribute, that was a uh, good tribute. Oh, they did, they did They did a good job. That's what I'm saying. Which I, I never. This is me saying. I would have never thought Trey Songz, Tyrese, and Johnny Gill doing OJ's. Take, man, listen, I'm not gonna take that from Tyrese. Tyrese is saying. Tyrese may be annoying. You can do all say, but that it's OJ's. That's what I'm saying. So I would never thought. No, I. I honestly would have thought Trey would have threw it off a little bit. Yeah, I would have thought he did too, but they did good. <coughs> mm-hmm. If you look at the OJs now, though, there's, there's a one young guy. <laughs> there yeah. really is. It's like the two originals and one young guy. So, mm-hmm. all right. And then Charlie Wilson is like, look, it'll be Pharrell, Snoop Dogg, and Justin Timberlake doing my shit only. That's it. I'm not even mad at that. But you got your people. They did your tribute, and you came up on their dance with them. Yeah. You know, I'm cool with that, you know, but I, I don't know. It just, it's just been very, very lazy to me. So now it's not even a highlight of the show for me to look forward to anymore. For that matter. I look forward to it more because it was Mary J, not because it was a lifetime. Did Jack, Charlie so. Wilson let go of that Britain Bridge yet? Because it's here. Oh, now. yeah, he did. Yeah. He cut that off for a while. He cut that off a while ago. So. Oh, so he bought now? No, he's not bought, but he got, he got like a low cut hairstyle. Like, like he's a regular haircut. So we're going to act like his hairline is still intact. It's still there. It's still there. I don't he know if he it. bought it. He bought it. But it's still there. Hey, no, he bought it. Because i seen the video. I think it's uh, the reason. I yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. i seen that video. I just saw that one. That, that ain't no good hairline. Them braids in the middle of his head. That is not a good hairline. All right, now, bro. Stevie Wonder is in the middle. And I love Stevie, but them Check braids. Check the middle, bro. He still got them braids. They they won't take them out. I'm like, yo, please, just He ain't got no real friends off. or family. Cut his hair off and give him a nice hat or something. I, I don't, don't understand know. why they hate Stevie that much. That, yeah, somebody, some, this, he, they somebody got a vendetta against him. That's, a, that's all that is. But I got to move on because we can sit here and talk about that for the whole damn B-side. I want to run through the rest of this nonsense first. Now this is more for you. Did you see the Double XL freshman class? Yeah, no. Okay, I'm gonna read to you the Double XL freshman class. While I pull that up, we can um we can flame Tory Lanez. Please tell me you saw Tory Lanez nonsense. I saw I saw it. Um, it's to my understanding that they think it's staged. It's not a thing. So hold on. All right. I found it quicker than I thought it was going to. So, here is the uh, the freshman class for 2019. 
Blueface. Well, I'm doing Blueface, right. baby. Come, come, come. I, I don't know how to say this, y'all. I'm sorry. I don't I'm know, old. but I love the fact that I'm, TR wax on it. I'm actually looking over my glasses. I cannot, I cannot read this. Tierra Whack, no Philly stand up. I'll give love her that. It, love it. The baby, Lil Mosey. Uh, I respect, I'm gonna tell you why I respect the baby. The baby, I respect him for uh, knocking a dude out that was trolling him for like a year. I respect him for knocking that dude out on camera, even though the it was basically like the guy that was trolling him. Mm-hmm. It was like a stunt going wrong because he seen the baby in the store. He put his phone out all recording and trying to troll him. Yeah, I see this bitch ass dude. Next thing we know, he on the ground with half his pants down. Hurting. Okay. Laid out. So I respect the baby for, you know, taking care of his own business. Uh, Lil Moosey. Lil Mouse. Moosey. Mousey. I don't know who he is. I res- Listen, <coughs> brother, I ain't mean to butcher your name. I just don't know who you are. Uh, is it Lil? Is it Roddy Rich? I can't. I don't know who that is. There's Roddy Rich. Okay. Um, YBN Corday. It's too many YBNs for me. Um, that's the one that Ant he had to leave before we could really get into the podcast. He said that he likes YBN Corday because he's he doesn't seem so as bad as the rest of them. Okay. I've only seen him on the complex sneaker shopping, and I will say from listening to him talk, he seems like he has a little bit of sense. So do what you got to do, bro. I've Listen, never heard a song though, so I can't judge. Just drop the YBN and YK Osiris? I don't know who that is, and I don't know if I'm saying that right. And I don't Rico smoke, Nasty. And I do not want to smoke whatever he's smoking, but don't know who that is, but he sounds like a uh, I think it might be a Uncle chick. Luke. Rico Nasty, I think it's a chick. Gunna. Okay, I'm here for him. I don't know who he is. And Megan the Stallion. Oh, yeah, I'm here for her too. I'll just say, I'm happy it's three chicks in this yeah. list. It's never three chicks in this. Um, Tierra Wack, I've heard. Yeah, and the rest dope. of you probably have heard that little commercial about the sun damage. That's her song in the background. So mm-hmm. go check her out. She's actually pretty dope. Dope. But hey, can I ask, when does the first class usually come out? Um, like every year in June? Like? I don't know when it comes out exactly, but it does come out some around mid year. Okay. Um, Blue face, baby. Stop with this. Listen, I'm here for it. song is the worst. Like I said Buzz before down, we Diana, started recording. The, the beat that. of the song is at one corner, and him rapping is at the other corner, and he needs to catch the fuck up. Okay? Maybe so, but them strippers go crazy. The worst. I I've stopped paying attention to the the, X, the, the double XL freshman class at this point because mm-hmm. I'm not in tune enough with. And you heard me say trying to go, just trying to pronounce these names. Yeah. I'm not in tune enough with new music to even understand. And the new music that I do hear from some of these people, like your blue face, does not make me want to check it's out not the rest. I can understand it. It's not a film. It's, it's really not, not. And I'm like, I know this is everything not for us. But what the fuck? But it's a, it's a, I feel like the balance of it, it needs more balance, but Wax Dope. I'm glad she's on oh, this. Oh, listen, dope. I just like seeing her. First of all, I love seeing people from Philly win. I will give you that. But I just don't understand, like, why... We definitely need more balance because I feel like there was balance prior to the later the latest years. Like I went back, well I think it was last year, and looked through the whole list of who was at freshman class, and I was like, I didn't like everybody on this list, but I, I was like, I, I can give them a try, and I may not like your music, at least I can understand it though, because everything wasn't for yeah. me in maybe the 2010 2011 freshman class, but I tried it at least. You want to know what I like about it the most, though? Like, the fact that they got... The balance is, to me... I'm not going to say it's a men-to-women balance, 
But the fact that every woman on this list deserves to be on this list. It's not like they just threw somebody up there like, all right, women are complaining, let's throw a name up there. No, I'll, I'll, I'll Every say woman on here is dope. Cardi, I will give, I'm going to give Cardi this credit. I think Cardi sent a lot more chicks off and running because they was like, let's be real. Cardi's mm-hmm. not a, like an A1 lyricist. No, no. It's like, bro. And I know these, these women have been working at, for much longer pro- than probably she's been famous. But it's like, if Cardi can get out here on this platform and be herself mm-hmm. and sell millions of records, why can't I? And I have talent. I'm mm-hmm. not saying she don't have no talent. But, and I'm talented too. I'm out here. Like, yeah. it gives people more of a platform. Right. So, because the one thing, and I hate to say this, I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I've not been hearing the greatest of things about the new Nicki records. I know she has one by herself, I believe, and then she put out one with Trina. But this is the thing, everybody, it's like to me, everybody thinks, okay, this is what I will say. Because Cardi doesn't write her own lyrics, I can't say she's a better lyricist. I don't know if than she, Nicki Minaj. I can't I say like she <coughs> maybe write some of them, but her reps are. It's not like she out here giving you consistent punchlines and puns and all kinds of one-liners. I think she's giving us more bars than we get her credit for. I think this is what I do think. I'm not saying you, but I think a lot of people listen to her voice and they don't take in what she's what she saying. No, because of the I voice. I didn't say she wasn't. A, she was. She couldn't rap at all. But I just she, said she wasn't an A1 lyric. Oh no, 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 not A1. But I feel like it's a lot better. I put it to you like this. Money, bar for bar, is a heck of an improvement from Bodak Yellow. I was just about to say, there's been progression. Cause I've heard progression. And, I've, uh, and I can only see her going up. I can see her still selling records, but still going up lyrically. Mm-hmm. And But Nikki, to me, if the only thing you could point out to me is her mixtape tape days, and you're telling me why she stopped giving us bars because she wanted to cross over... I can't give you points to what that. What does that mean? Hmm? Yeah, I'm like, what, what does that mean? That's, that's what I, That's my point. That's it's what I'm saying. Like, I can't like, give you points for that. She plateaued. I feel like I, I, I'm enjoying this time for women in rap much more because there's competition. Yeah. When there's competition, d- just in any industry, you will, you hungrier. Yeah. You got to put your best foot forward because there's somebody out here who can take your spot. Facts. And when you get complacent and you don't have nobody to challenge you for anything, then in your own reign, what you you gonna do whatever because yeah. you can. So it's like it's partially it's it's her fault for not staying on her game regardless, mm-hmm. and it's and it's the industry's fault for not putting anybody else forward because it's not like we didn't have any women no, rappers. No, there was that girls that out. was going, but the thing the thing about it was meant like. Young Money, this is what I will give them credit for. They jumped out the window. They actually said, you know what? We believe that if we make her... Now, granted, they had to change her style. Mm-hmm. They changed her up, but she can sell records if we make her this way. You have to ask yourself, is Young and May willing to shake some ass to sell records? You Hell know she no. ain't. Here's the thing. I would, I would rather respect people who will stick to what they... What, when Cardi came out, that's her brand. Yeah. I respect people who stick to what they are to sell their records if you have an audience you got an audience this is what uh this is that's exactly what the the whole entire genre of neo soul is Mm. people who are not necessarily commercially friendly enough to be standard mainstream r&b 
So they're like, I'm going to make my music, right. my art for what it is. And y'all, some people don't like being put in the box of Neo Soul, but y'all can put me in the box of Neo Soul or whatever. And I'm going to sell records for people who buy my records. Yeah. Legacy is pretty successful and has remained consistent the entire time she's been out. But she went, that's the only dope. thing she's done is cut off her locks, and honestly, them Jones look heavy. So <laughs> maybe she needed a break. <laughs> but I feel like yeah, but I feel like that's her understanding. Like like she understands her career, she mm-hmm. understands her lane. Yeah. Most people, I'm not gonna say most, but a lot of people want to be big stars. So mm-hmm. instead of just understanding their lane, they want to be stars. So they just do anything. Like music, soul child, rapping. Music, oh Jesus! Now music is a special case. You know why? Because I think music finally realized, like the rest of us realized, he ain't the greatest singer. <laughs> and maybe he found that out. But here's the thing. With the music he was making, he could have had a steady career, yeah. been consistent, and did his thing. Because he got some bangers. But here's the thing. I don't think that music is looking to go mainstream. I really think sometimes people are just looking to go outside of the box that they're in. Um, that he, he, Neo Soul does box you very much into a corner of R&B. Let me tell you something. He jumped outside the box, needed his ass back in that box. And we're going to help him take it back up, tip it back up. If you're an artist, you're more likely going to want to experiment with different things. And I can't take it away from you. You can be as creative or not as you want. I don't got to like it, though. If (laughs) I was his manager and he said he was coming up with a rap album, I'd have been like, I quit. (laughs) I don't know what that was about. I leave. I perform. No, I quit. But, I, I mean, I'm going to let y'all do this. Like, the listeners, y'all can go ahead. Y'all let me know if it's good. Because I'm just, like, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know at this point. Mm. I have no idea, like, what else to, where else we can go from here. Because 2020, I'm not going to know nobody on this damn list. By the time we get to 2020 and 2021, I'm just be lost. Yeah. I barely know Megan Thee Stallion. I don't know who she is because I've seen her in my timeline, and I only know who Tia Rap is because she's from here. That's it. I know who Wack is because I heard her rap a while ago. I think like two years ago when I heard her freestyle, um, and then Meek shouted her out. So I heard her again. She's Gary, from here. Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk shouted her out too. Yeah. So, so I'm like, all right, you know, I best of luck in y'all careers. That's um, all I can say because. I personally can't say that I'm going to. Uh, I know a lot of people on the list either, but Big Old Freak is a huge record. Oh yes, I've heard. That's why I said Meg Thee Stallion. Yep, you I like her. Um, her new uh, like her cover, her album Fever or whatever. Mm, the Black Station thing. That's cute. But um, t- to move on to real fast before I flame toiling. Grandmaster Flash uh, was the first DJ to get the Polar Prize, which is often called the Nobel Prize of Music. So he went all the way to Sweden and shouted out hip-hop and got this prize. First DJ to ever do it. Dope. And Missy Elliott was also the first woman hip-hop act to receive, or not be received, to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And she's the only third, she's only the third hip-hop act overall, period. So I was like, hey, man, I mean, that's a little bit of like I will, I'll give them that because it's it's always nice to see hip hop win. Yeah. It gets as long as it ain't DJ Khaled. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It gets beat down a lot, 
and then it doesn't get represented the best as you know like we were just talking about with the BET Awards but that's dope I I mean it's nice to see your work pay off yeah Jerry Rice and Flash been out here since the 70s you know what I mean like the 70s you're right listen I'm just, ha- I'm just happy that he's and I want every DJ from here on to get something I want him to open up the floodgates for a lot of <coughs> DJs because I just want everybody to get something <coughs> but Cali I want him to be the only <laughs> one that don't get nothing but it's the thing the DJ because they're not as big like not as influential in the culture now I don't think they get the respect that they deserve I want it to be a nigga who's a who names himself DJ but don't DJ to get something but not call it I'm so sick of him I I'm gonna move on <laughs> right. to I'm just uh, saying I had to get it out now for people who did not hear, there was a video that went up where Tory Lanez was shooting a video and there's a dark-skinned model standing next to him. And they cut the music and then take the dark-skinned model out and she's replaced with a lighter-skinned model. He stops the music and says, well, what happened to the other girl? And then says to the light girl, you're beautiful and all, but what was wrong with the chocolate girl and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Then he goes on this whole rant about colorism in the industry and everything. And even I was like, oh, that's nice. You know, like, we don't hear many, especially men, mm-hmm. going in about colorism in the industry because we know it's, it is there. It's apparent all the time. And Beyonce's dad actually just said something about it, saying mm-hmm. that he was like, the fact that Beyonce is the color she is helps her career because Kelly Rowland was just as talented as her when they were in Destiny's Child mm-hmm. before you know, her meteoric rise to being no, that's true. Queen B. Yeah, that's They're very both true. Talented. There was and there's no other reason he thinks that Kelly didn't get the push than her being Dustin. That's true. Even I th- can't dispute that. But even now, if you listen to Kelly's uh I would say the last two or three projects, mm-hmm. still just as good as Beyonce. And then, but nobody's ever she's, she's always now at this point she's going to play second field to Of course. Beyonce. I mean of course but But I was listening to Charlamagne because they were talking about it on the room report in the Breakfast Club, and he was like, "The only thing I hate about that, he's like, I agree with him, but the only thing I hate about it is how it discounts Beyonce's talent." Right. And it's like, if you look at it from the standpoint where he's talking about it, it doesn't really. Right. They're both talented. That's the yeah. point of what he's saying. They mm-hmm. were both talented when she was in Destiny's Child. They was on equal playing ground. She was technically yes, the lead singer, but they both had an opportunity to branch out and go where they was going to go. But the industry wasn't feeling Kelly like they and, and didn't she didn't take off like a Beyonce. One, she had the machine of you behind her Matthew Holmes. So yes. come on now. That's what I'm saying. You gonna push your daughter uh more than anybody Absolutely. else anyway. So let's not talk about that uh, you know, conflict of interest there. But even still, you know, it's just it's nice to see it it was nice to see a black man in the industry pointing out the fact that it was colorism. Now, apparently he had just recently said some real disparaging things about black women. Hmm. And this is the reason why I guess he felt he had to do this. Hmm. Problem hmm. is, the the dark skin model that was in the video came out and was like, this nigga lying. <laughs> so, and it starts a avalanche of other people going yes this was staged he did mm. this shit so that he could make that video to get back in the good graces of the people who buy his music mm. Tory Lanez is not an artist where it's like cause I know with hip hop uh, and some R&B 
the biggest audience that buys it is like suburban white kids that mm-hmm. actually purchases music. Tory Lanez is not one of them folks, so he needs he needs the black the blacks to be in his his pocket. I agree. I agree. So you can't upset black, black women. women. Okay. Because we will get you the fuck out of here. Let's yeah. be real. So what what does he decide to do? Stage this whole thing where he dis- he stops them from swapping out a model. Now, I'm waiting to see whatever video this was to see if the girl was even in the fucking video in the first place. Well, she said he lying, so she probably ain't gonna be in this video. Well, because somebody, I heard somebody else say that they uh, heard him, uh, like they saw the video and she wasn't in it anyway. Mm. But even still, like what? Didn't you, did you not think in the social media age when people can literally pick up their phone at any given moment and say whatever they want? Did you not think that they was going to say to you, like they was going to say that you was lying? Like, what? They think money can make everything go away, even in this climate. Tory Lanez ain't got that much money because if he did, his hairline would be better than it is. Oh. This is right. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying. But whatever money he has, all right, this is what we can agree on. Mm-hmm. Whatever money he has, even if he has a net worth of, let's say, $3 million. Yeah. It's not a lot of money. But he knows. For the what, industry. Right. But he, <laughs> no, but, but for whatever he has, he knows that a video girl has a lot less. So in his mind, I'm not saying that this is true. I'm mm-hmm. saying in his mind, Whatever I give her is going to be enough for her to shut up because she don't have nothing. That's the perception. Mm-hmm. Especially with Games Music video about, uh, who was it? It was a I big, Melissa Ford yeah. riding in a camera. Y'all know Melissa Ford drive a Honda Accord. Like, you know what I'm saying? So the perception is video girls don't make a lot of money. So even if he ain't got a lot, a lot, he looking at it like, well, I could give her 3000 and she going to shut up because she ain't got nothing. But it's free to get on social media. No, it's, it's free, but he thinking, if I give her 3000 she ain't going to say nothing. You see what I'm saying? Well, he ain't get to her fast enough then. Cool. Obviously. Hey, look, I'm with you. she came out and was like, this is a lie and a half. I'm, I'm with you. And not only that, Lisa Ann said it best. You know what it is, right? Who? Lisa Ann is a porn star. She okay. was on a, a podcast called The Flagrant too, And she said it best. She don't know why a lot of these girls don't break the non-disclosure agreement. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you? Why would you keep that quiet? If you have a scandal and you know you can get money out of it, why would you keep anything quiet? Even if you get paid. Because you get sued. What are they going to sue you for? Because you broke the agreement. You know what I'm saying? But how much are they going to sue you for? What are they going to do? They if can you, sue you. They, they can sue you and take every little, the little bit of stuff you got. Okay, but you already exposed them and possibly made money on your own. But not only that, not only that, if you ain't got nothing, what are they going to take? If you ain't got nothing. Your reputation. Half these girls, if you was willing to do that, what, are you, what is your reputation worth anyway if you was willing to do that? Think about it. If you have chicks who are signing non-disclosure agreements mm-hmm. and they decide to break said non-disclosure agreement to make money, even if it's like they made a little bit of money, they got sued and they everything got settled and all of that um, after she said whatever she said, nobody's going to hire you. Because you're going to break the non-disclosure agreement. So it's like, did you make enough money off of opening your mouth from this scandal 
to sustain yourself because it's not likely you're going to get high paying jobs now where you have to sign disclosure not disclosure agreement. Right. But do but do can we both agree that America loves salaciousness? They do. That's true, but she's not gonna and but right now everything is flash in the pan. Everything's instant gratification. You see shit on social media on Monday and the and the internet has forgotten about it by Wednesday. Right. So but in the background behind the scenes, people don't forget shit that fast. You no, no, you're absolutely right. But what I'm looking at is how long does Superhead stay relevant stay relevant? Because Superhead wrote a fucking book. Hey, listen, that just might be but the imagine, <laughs> but imagine if somebody in that book had sued her and said, You can write whatever book you want. But for the next two or three books you write, I get all the proceeds. Right. Now you done did all the shit, and you got to go on a promo trail to promote this book to sell, and you don't get shit from it. Well, let me ask you this: How do we know nobody tried, and why wouldn't they? Because they might have. Because everybody in that book, everybody she mentioned in that book was somebody. True, they might have, but I'm saying when you break, they could go after her. Uh, but to be honest, there's no way to prove or disprove what happened. The issue is when you have a non-disclosure agreement, that's a binding contract. Mm -hmm. I can sue the fuck out of you and win because simply off the breach of contract. I don't. It don't got to be about what you said, who you said it to, or when you said it. The fact that you broke this contract means that I can sue your ass and win instantly. There's nothing else. I don't even have to really spend much money. I can just be like, I want you to pay my attorney fees. I want all the proceeds to this book. Let me ask that's, you. Because that's what they did with um crazy ass OJ. Mm -hmm. He wrote that dumbass book. Mm -hmm. Ron Goldman's family sued him and they won. But my thing is this. Even if you don't write a book, you can hop on people's pot. You will be that chick that's famous for doing that. You could get anything you do can keep your name relevant and that can keep you in something. So my thing about it is this. If you're going to do it, go hard or go home. Don't be fucking for free. If I'm, if I'm one of these video vixens, I'm going to break the non-disclosure agreement because my thing is going to be this. What are you going to sue me for? You paid me 50000 Okay, I spent it. What are they going to do to me? I ain't got it. I ain't got it. What you going to do? You're going to say, all right, well, if you write a book, all right, well, I ain't going to write a book. I'm going to get on a podcast and talk about it. What you going to do? I'm going to just tell you, like, Tierra Marie, mm -hmm. she, she's going to have to pay 50 cent one way or another. Yeah, she's going to get out of jail. They <laughs> decide to seize her assets. She got a car. She got a house. She got whatever. They find who share her name that's worth enough that they can cash it out and give him his money, they will do that. No, no, no. She's definitely, she's just stalling out for time. She's definitely going to pay, but she's going to pay because she has a name and she actually has something. She has something. Now, she might be hiding what she has, but Bruh, she has something. Whatever it is. But, first but, of all, she need to get her shit together and get out of jail first. Not even just that. She's screwed because the fact that she owed 50 Cent gave her so much bad publicity, she's not even going to get a love and hip-hop job. I don't know if she was still on there because I don't watch it no more. Nah, she, I think they fired her. She got fired from Love & Hip Hop, if I'm not mistaken. So she screwed no. herself because she was actually somebody. I'm just talking about one of these chicks out here sucking dick for free, and I'm like... Well, if you were sucking dick for free and you... That's my point! If you suck dick for free and you sign a non-disclosure agreement, I don't know what's... Okay, I don't know what that, you know. That's my point. But still, but you still, the repercussions are still the same, whether you got zero dollars or a hundred thousand dollars. Repercussions still the same. I'm looking at what Lisa Ann is saying, and I'm like, that's making sense to me. A, po a porn star, that's making sense to me. But, but that's also probably why she ain't messing with nobody. But I say it makes sense to 
the people she's talking to also. Mm-hmm. But somebody with half a brain is just like, fuck no. <laughs> breaking the non-disclosure agreement because that shit is going... So what you going to do? How you going to pay an attorney to defend you? You know what I mean? If I don't have it, I don't have it. My thing about it is this. And then the other thing you got to ask yourself is this. Uh, what are we breaking a non-disclosure agreement? What are we going to say? I'm going to fuck you for free and you're not going to tell nobody I fucked you for free because you're going to sign this non-disclosure agreement. Because then I'm really going to look at you like, so you mean to tell me I'm going to do this? I ain't going to get nothing out of it and you want me to sign this? All right, I'll sign it, but you damn right I'm going to break this. And to be honest with you, if they decide not to sign it, it might be even worse for them. Or they decide not to sign like it? Like they say, they'd be like, I'm not signing that shit. You ain't give me nothing not to sign it. That might be even worse because they might be, somebody might be on your head now because you decide not to sign this agreement after we did whatever we did. Mm. So what I mean, bruh It's a rough. It's a it's a rough. Industry. Some of the math ain't adding up on that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I understand. I guess I guess I understand where she was trying to come from with it, but it ain't adding up for me. Shit. Too many girls came up. I'm trying to think. Is that the last? The last thing I had was the burnt masters at Universal, but that's a more elaborate subject and it's, it will still be relevant on the next episode I'm going to send you the article yeah, cause but I didn't get there to was it. a fire back in 2008 mm-hmm. um, back on the, on the Universal uh, it's on a MB, I think it was NBC Universal lot, I believe where they a vault building burned down and it burned some of the original um like sets for movies like Back to the Future, King Kong, like a King Kong ride or whatever. Mm-hmm. But a building burned and some of the things in there, it was like movie clips and they were like, well, nothing that was an original copy was damaged. You know, it's mm-hmm. not anything irreparable, whatever. Okay. However, they figure out shortly after that fire that in that same building were hundreds of thousands of uh, master, like masters for songs that were damaged and they never said anything about it because they didn't want to deal with the repercussions. So, it's just now coming out in bits, because it came out in bits and pieces over the years. Somebody at New York Times Magazine wrote a whole whole article about how all these masters were destroyed. And I want to be able to get into it and really talk about it. So, I don't know if I want to do it on this. Where we at on time? Um, you're ahead. Oh, okay. All right, how he falling asleep? How are you feeling? I'm all right. All right. I just don't know anything about it. That was the only thing. So I'm, I mean, I'm gonna break it down. Hmm. I don't. I mean, it's fishy just off the strength that you said, like a lot of masters were destroyed. Because now I'm thinking, like, okay, who's missing money? Whole. Let's see. They, cause see, I don't think people realize what, like, what a master exactly what it entails when a master is going. It means I own my music, I own all of my shit. So if you get, if you're playing it and it's getting spins, I should be getting paid. True. So you still get paid from it, but when it is time to go back and you need that master for something, it's it's not there. Right. Mm, That's why it's very hard. They talked about in this article how it was hard to measure the loss Mm. of these things because it's like the value of it as far as like the money that can be made from it the actual just like I guess what you would call sentimental value of it also a thing so apparently some roofers did some some work on one of the buildings 
and after they did the shingles they're supposed to stick around and make sure that everything is cooled down they right. did mm -hmm. but there was a hot spot in there and it flared up and it jumped like it was so the fire was so hot it was like they couldn't put out anything they were trying like the, the foam they tried to do the foam it didn't work they tried to do water they were and it wasn't enough they actually drained one of the like man-made lakes on the lot trying right. to it was a mess and it was like it was so hot that it was melting car lights and shit bro. it was shit. wild i was like yo what the fuck was in this fire so i look at the uh let me go to the because i'm just uh this article's long as fuck by the way you can check it out on new york times magazine i'm gonna just pull up what it said was lost now they said in that vault it housed tape masters from several large labels mm -hmm. all together um chess records which you'll if you remember that's the record label that was highlighted in cadillac records um and then mca abc a m geffen and interscope they uh universal music group who owned the building that or was renting the building that where the masters were yeah. bought a bunch of smaller music labels so they own they're the largest music group in the world right now right. like music label in the world right now because they own so many other labels so they were saying nearly all of the masters for some record labels were wiped out in the fire so what i don't think some people understand is the music that we hear now if you listen to music on a vinyl completely different sound than if you listen to it from say spotify right right by the time we hear music it is probably it's probably been copied five to six times and you're hearing a like a flat version of this music a master you can separate different parts of the music you can go in and drown out the horns so you just have the drums you can go in drown out all the music so you just have the vocals it, and you can go back into a master and copy it at a higher rate so that you get a better sound um they were talking about how they copy um the beatles sergeant pepper because it was the 50th anniversary and they went back and copied it and when they say they remastered something they got it from the masters yeah. so it sounds better mm -hmm. and the best way they described it was in the article was it's like going to a art museum to see the actual original piece of art you can see the texture and everything and looking at a photograph of the art Looking at a photograph is everything we hear other than what the master is. The master, obviously, is the, I mean, photo, the picture in the museum. Right. Or they said it's like a chef cooking with pre-made food. Mm. Instead of him going and chopping up whatever ingredients, yeah, throw it in there, it's right. like, this is all from the freezer. Right. Or this is all been made before, and I'm just going to reconstitute it into something else. Mm -hmm. So it is super fucked up. They yeah. said if they look at, they tried to say it was minimal. No. Originally, they they said if you look at every single thing that was in there, it was almost five. I believe they said a little over five hundred thousand tracks that were destroyed. Jesus Christ! And these are just some of the names because they said that um, 
there were because the Decca was a music label that was big on um I believe it was classical and jazz. Uh and they had masters of Louis Armstrong, Duke Ellington, Ella Fitzgerald, Judy Garland. They said all of the tape masters from, from Billie Holiday from that time on that label are gone. So, but just to... What happened? No, I was about to say, because I'm, I'm wondering which one of those tracks... Like, first of all, it's going to be a while before anybody gets paid any type of damage money. Oh, they're suing already. And because that's why they didn't want to tell anybody, because they didn't want the estates and the people to start suing them. Hmm. So now there are people. Tom Petty's estate is suing. Tupac's estate is suing, and somebody else's estate. Somebody else is like a person that's still here is suing. So I'm gonna go through this list that they gave here. I don't think this is all encompassing because they still don't know exactly all of what was lost. Hmm. Go through some of the big names here: Cab Calloway, uh, Ray Charles, Sister Rosetta Tharp. Fast Domino, Sammy Davis Jr., Big Mama Thornton, uh, Loretta Lynn, Bobby Bland, B.B. King, Ike Turner, The Four Tops, Quincy Jones, hmm. Sonny and Cher, Neil Diamond, uh, Gladys Knight and the Pips, The Carpenters, Al Green, Elton John, Leonard Skinner, Eric Clapton, hmm. The Eagles, Aerosmith, Steely Dan, Rufus and Shaka Khan, Barry White, Patti LaBelle, uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, The Police, Sting, uh, R.E.M., Janet Jackson, Eric B. and Rakim, New Edition, Bobby Brown, Guns N' Roses, Queen Latifah, Mary J. Blige, No Doubt, Nine Inch Nails, Snoop Dogg, Nirvana, uh, Hole, Tupac, Sheryl Crow, Eminem, 50 Cent, and The Roots. The Beastie Boys also have come out and say they don't know where the masters to license to ill which is their biggest album nobody knows where the masters are and they believe they might have been in that building because umg also owns Def jam now mm. so it's just like what like yeah. how do you keep it a secret for 10 years that 500,000 pieces of music have been destroyed this shit sounds hella sketch to me. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Now, I will say, like, I've heard people say it was, it sounds sketchy where they really at. No, I think they really going. <laughs> I just want to know, what did y'all think was going to happen? Did you think that people weren't going, like, that artists weren't going to figure out what was really going on? Like, because Questlove actually tweeted for all of y'all who've been asking why we won't re-release Do You Want More or whatever else. I think it was their second and third albums. Why we won't re-release those? We don't have them. They're gone. Mm. So it's just like, bruh, what? Like, how does that happen? I just, to me, that was, it was heartbreaking because having been, having been around long enough that I've heard music on vinyl, tape, CD, and MP3, mm -hmm. there is a clear difference. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. So it's like, how the fuck did y'all burn up all these people's masters and not say a word? That's what happens, man, when the, um, in the digital age where it's like, everybody's owning their own masters, everybody has their own shit. But this is the problem. It's like when you because suppose <sighs> suppose UMG files bankruptcy, who's gonna get paid? Nobody. 
So, I'm thinking, because we all know bankruptcy don't necessarily mean you're broke. No, they just take your assets. Right. They so, want to make you liquidate most of your assets. So somebody will buy them and own it. But if you're the president and they're probably all old white men who know that it ain't no money left for them anyway. They don't care about that stuff. Exactly. But see, you can lose stuff. You can lose uh, your shit by but, any natural disaster. Q-Tip lost his whole record collection in a fire. Almost most of his record collection of fire. Fucking, who was it? Was it Jizza? I feel like it was Jizza. Because here's the other thing. That had, he lost like three or four of the Wu-Tang members' original albums mm. in a flood. So did you just have it sitting in your basement? <laughs> we don't have the, the original, the master of Takao's going. Because the other thing is this. They have to sue the company. They can't actually sue, I guess you would call them board members or CEOs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they sue the company. Yeah, so like, all right, you sue the company. They just the spend the cash out. That's what I'm saying. The company's bankrupt. Okay. Yeah, like they just spend the, <laughs> they just spend the cash out and give you money, but that doesn't give because like because it most likely ain't gonna equal the masters. Another thing that people don't realize if it's unreleased stuff, like all the stuff that they're releasing from Prince, mm-hmm. because that's why it was such a big fight for him back in the day when he was the artist formerly known as Prince. And he had slave on his cheek. That's why it's so important to own your masters. All the shit they about to release from him is because they have a, an actual vault with unreleased material enough unreleased material from him that they can release albums same thing with Tupac all them ridiculous Tupac albums we was getting mm-hmm. they gone now we ain't, we ain't getting no, no more of them cause his shit is gone damn it's like you if you have unreleased music the fir- they had the first recordings of Aretha Franklin gone up in smoke it's like bruh there's no way you can measure the money mm-hmm. that's been lost by that kind of I want to know the messages that was laid that's missing now on the Tupac album. What? I said, I want to know the messages that we missed out on the, tu- in the Tupac album that we're not going to get. Hey. And I'm going to tell you why, because if he had that many, I want to see how much better he may have gotten lyrically. True. And I want to see what else that he may have said that may have been prophetic. Yeah. Now, you that know what I'm saying? true now. Exactly. So it's like, for me, that's what it's about for me. It's just like, bruh, I feel a way about it too because of the way I feel about music. That's what it is, yeah. I I like listening to a song and being able to hear and distinctly pull out different instruments in a record. Can you you don't get to do that when it's something that's been copied umpteen times at a you know sixty four bit rate that I, we never gonna get a, another copy. That's why when right. you listen to music. And things go up and down. Like you'll be like, "Why is the song so low?" It was copied at a fucked up bit rate. Mm. Now you don't. I don't have the access to the master to ever remaster it and make it sound better. Mm. So it's like, I don't think people really realize the impact of it uh, because they just like it's the master. We got it on everything's digital. Everything's not digital. If you think about it, De La Soul is cu- currently in a, a battle with Tommy Boy Records to release the rest of their stuff. They like the their whole the uh, early catalog is not uh, available on streaming services because they won't release them. So what happens if we never put they never put their their shit up? Something happens to Tommy Boy, and now we don't have the masters of the last one. So if you don't have it, you just don't have it. Right. So I'm just like y'all. Y'all gotta y'all gotta do better. I. Like right. this was not something somebody could could, could have controlled. No, but 
There's no way. Everybody's like, well, what is everything's digital now? Masters don't necessarily mean digital. And even if you do have a digital copy of a master, it's still not the master. Right. It's still a copy. Even when records are pressed, it's usually from a safety, like like a like a it's like a baby copy, I guess, like a like be be fris fragile kind of thing. Right, Tia. So, <laughs> that's from a Christmas story. I'm just saying, right, Tia. Then it's like this is. What you say, fragile? What? Free, fragile. You never you ever seen a Christmas story? Listen, all I know is you just gave me a word that Ti should have gave me on a oh BT award show. It's fragile. If he gave it to you, it would be he would say it right, and it's not big enough. Yeah, you're right. Like, Hold this, on, is look indi- up. this is indispensable. Look up, Ti. Big words. <laughs> but I didn't want to. Um, I guess we can end it there because I just want to talk about that briefly because I just don't think that. A whole lot of people paid attention. I only saw this because Ambrosia for Heads on Facebook posted an article about the hip hop masters that had been lost. So then I went and started digging and found the article myself and was like, "Damn, it's it's song music that spans all genres that has been lost. That is like super impact impactful." When Ti talk about a fat ass, oh my god, he could use a word like, "Hold on, how do I pronounce he this?" About to, this is definitely going to be the end of the show because he out here tripping. No, look. Having a shapely buttocks. Now, you went to the girl's house, so you should be able to pronounce this, and you got a degree. Circumlocution? Calypsian? Like, oh. Oh, I'm looking at that. Mm. I'm like, that's not... No. Calypsian? You think? Calliopegian? Calliopegian? It looks like the beginning looks like calliope. It's only a word that T.I. can pronounce. <laughs> Probably. It probably is. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm a DM. Tia, matter of fact, I'm gonna tag him. Not DM him. That's kind of weird. I'm gonna tag him in this. Be like, yo, Tia, how you say this word? That's exactly what I'm gonna say, yo. If nothing else, when he is done rapping, he should come out with a line of the sources. One hundred percent. What I'm gonna do? Well, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> Cause it's late and we've been up for a long time, and I'm gonna be up the rest of the night with this baby anyway. So, uh, you know, I appreciate you all sticking around for another episode. I know it was a bit, a lot going on. I'm a little rusty out here in these streets. Word. No, we are good. But I want to thank my co-hosts. Hey. Uh, Mr. Franklin, yeah. a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Left Brain, for letting know where to find you. Find me on Instagram at left underscore brain. I believe it's 88, but I'm not even sure. The social hey, media friend. deacon. Yes, the social media deacon. Okay. But it's not spelled I like deacon. Y'all. It's spelled D apostrophe C-A-N. Capital D. I wish um, y'all could see my face when he talks sometimes. But go ahead. Some, also, don't let them don't let them dim my light. Don't let the devil use you, Nina. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can also follow me on Facebook at Mayor Franklin because I do plan on being mayor one day when I clean out my act. Right. Stop messing with these hoes. You got to gotta get them skeletons out your closet. Clean them joints out because you know they will. They'll lay all your shit out. The damn but right. Also, let them know where <coughs> you can find your podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find Drunk Thought Sober Tongue on Anchor. Well, pretty much on every platform, but the main platform is Anchor. I really do appreciate when y'all show Anchor love. I'm pushing Anchor very, very much because it's up and coming and a lot of people are using it. So, 
I would recommend that you download the Anchor app. And also, if you're looking to do your own podcast, hop on Anchor. Cool. Look at that. Cool. He gave him, gave him uh, yeah, a shout me, out but give him some money. They should. But you know how that's going to go. Uh, They're going to want more product. And my lovely husband, Mr. A, and the Nerd Coalition, please let them know where to find you and the channel. Uh, you guys can find the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast or the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast on Spaces Philly, Philly, the production we are part of. We can also find Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond. So check out SpacesPhilly.com. Of course, we are on all mostly major podcast apps such as Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to listen to it on YouTube, you guys can do YouTube Premium as well. And uh, to end with the T.I. course, if you do a lot of T.I.s, look, African-Americans adore transparency. Also known as Negroes love all white. Yes. So, uh, it's been real. I appreciate y'all sticking around. The Turntables crew is out. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Bathfitter.